As above, so below. As within, so without. That's a law of correspondence. It is not Solomon's, David's, Billy, or whoever. A correspondence, the law of correspondence. As above, so below. Whatever is going on in your head is going on in your body. Whatever is going on inside your body is going on outside in your life. That's the way it's immediately relevant. Then it gets to be whatever's going on in the heavens is going on on the earth. Whatever's going on on the inside of the heavens is going on the inside of you in your spiritual, astral, invisible body. That's the law of correspondence. You keep that universal principle as you look at things moving in your world to comprehend why, how. Because the law of correspondence keeps working with the other part of universal law. What will I see? Even the wisest cannot tell. But a mirror shows many things. Things that were. Things that are. And some things that have not yet come to from Splash Unicorner Podcast, and this is Splash Unicorner Podcast presents Tarot Cards Tuesday. Hey everybody, it's Splat here. Uh, we're going to get to Sarah the Witch here in a minute. Um, before we get on to this episode, I just want to let you know this is the this is what we did on this episode. Uh, we went we took a trip to the Texas Massacre, Texas Chainsaw Massacre house in Granger, Texas, and I decided to do a road trip podcast. So I took the wireless mics. Now there are some echoing in the car because we did do uh, we did do, do this recording in the car on the way home. We did some of it there in front of the house. We did a tarot card reading in front of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre house. Um, it was something different I had in mind. Uh, I pitched it to her. She was like, let's do it. So it's a little different. Sorry for the audio. It is a little echoey sometimes. Um, so I do apologize for that. But other than that, um, this is our Halloween special. It's the Texas Road Trip Massacre episode. Enjoy it. Happy Halloween, everybody. And uh, stay high, stay fly. Peace and love in the holy smoke above. Here's the episode, the Texas Chainsaw or Texas Road Trip Massacre. That have not yet come Hey, everybody. We're here for a special t- uh, Tarot Card Tuesday. It's the Texas Road Trip Massacre where me and Sarah the Witch say hello. Hello, guys. Uh, we've come to visit the Texas Mass- the Texas Chainsaw Massacre house that was filmed in 1974, I believe. 
It was yeah. a low-budget film. I believe it only cost fifteen grand to make by some film students. And for me, personally, before we even get started, we're going to do a tarot card reading here. And before we even get started, it was, we were talking earlier, my first movie, my first horror movie. Yeah. Low budget, made me fall in love with the low budget horror movie genre. Because it, it was like, I know we watch movies now and it's like, oh, that was amazing. The effects were amazing. Then it was, if you, if you go back and there's a, there's a podcast called The Confused Breakfast. And they did, uh, they okay. do like... They're your age, so they do, like, uh, movies from, like, 90s. So they did this one this year. And they tell these stories about how these guys never took a shower. It was 120 degrees outside. Oh, I bet. And they used the real dead animals you see in the movie. They really were dead animals they would find along these roads here. And they would hang them up there, and they said it just stunk. And the the guy the chains uh, Leatherface, he never took a shower. Oh. And they, they made him like stay in a separate shed for his, you know, till he had to, nobody was getting paid. Nobody got paid in residuals in the back end, except for a few producers and what? they weren't even getting paid when they were filming this movie, except for one guy. He goes, he, he had to do this one scene. He goes, before I even do this, I need, I need to have a check. And they put a check in his pocket and wow. Yeah. So there's a lot of cool shit. If you go back and research the actual movie. Yeah. Because also, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is based off of Ed Gein, so... Okay. And if anybody knows that, he's like the... When you see, you know, pretty much Jeffrey Dahmer before he was Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, that's true. I did know that. He was making belts out of nipples and skin, chairs out of human skin, you know. Do some research on that guy. You would love it. I think I know about that guy. Wasn't he? He's the inspiration for... Hannibal Lecter and all these okay. people, you know, Dahmer, although Dahmer was real too, but I'm pretty sure he got these, you know, all these movies you see, Yeah. that's all from Ed Gein. That's wild. So yeah, we're here in Granger, Texas. This has been on my bucket list my whole life. I didn't, then you realize it's actually in Texas because you think like, oh, it's in California. <laughs> yeah, but it turns out it actually is But it's Texas Chainsaw Texas. Massacre. And you're like, oh, it's actually in Texas. So I know I was here. shocked to find that out because usually they shoot off location, you know, where where's cheaper. Yeah. Um, even when they did that new Waco documentary, well, no, not documentary. It was a, a limited series on yeah. Waco, um, and they were filming it. It's so funny because if you've ever actually been through Waco, which I came through Waco on my way here, it looks nothing like it does in this limited series. Right, like exactly. they're out in the like it had to be. I think they like shot it out in the Nevada desert or something, you know, and you, you can tell. Stuck? Yeah, and it's just like a bunch of like desert and it's it's just not at all what Waco actually looks like, which is kind of hilarious. But even for that, they shot off location, I, which I was shocked for. Uh, sidebar. On a side note, I hope let's I hope you guys can hear what we're hearing. This creaking Yeah, this windmill. creepy little The video will be on Instagram. I hope I I didn't see if it came through, but let's be quiet for a minute. Let's see if you guys can hear this. Okay, now if you can hear that. Uh picture looking across the street and seeing the texas chainsaw massacre house it's also super overcast today unseasonably yeah. rainy and like Austin. i said we'll have videos and pics on but it's on, like on the frequency gray sky yeah. yeah it'll be on both of our instagrams but it is it's like a smoky gray sky it's overcast it looks creepy we were even you, saying that to each other but when, when you hear in. that when you hear that you feel like it's just the beginning of the movie and they have yes. a sh- and then the camera's on that windmill and the sun maybe is shining or something and you just hear and you know some shit's about to go yeah. down. 
Yeah, it's definitely it's too calm for a. Fr- definitely still. And then you look, and there it is. Day, a good location for a horror movie because, like I said on the drive-in, we were looking at each other, and I was like, "This looks like a place where you would." you know kill people yeah. like even still to this day no, it, it's not modernized we, or developed at all as soon as we turn on the road here it's just nothingness and then you it just all see comes overgrown back to you. <laughs> like yard and then you see the texas chainsaw it, massacre it, house it's like you're the camera now but they have all these safety cameras out here there's like a gate there's a mailbox when we were pulling up i was like does somebody live here because there's a beware of dog sign. Like there's all these dogs and everything. And I'm wondering, does someone actually live in the house? Cause it looks boarded up a little bit or do they live in like a or trailer? Maybe, do they live in that house over there? That's to the left. Hidden or by maybe the there's just signs there to keep you the fuck off the property. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Cause it is a punch code and. But who's got the punch code? That's People what that I'm saying. Who, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, do, is it that same family? If you read the articles that, that I sent you, it tells you what they're going to do with it or what they're thinking about doing with it or whatever, or what it is. It might be something... I really didn't read too much into it. I was looking for the address. But yeah, I'm going to have to look that up because I'm curious. Like, who has the keys says, to this place? Who's using it? I think is it it's that the same original family? Does, uh, you know, the movie was, company own it? I think it was an old... Maybe it was an old couple at the time. I could be wrong on that. But I think they let them use the house and they just paid them a shitload of money. I could be wrong on that. It might be another movie I'm thinking of, but, yeah, but how know. cool is it to sit here and look at that? So cool, because I remember seeing it for the first time. So what we're, what we're going to do here, now that we're at the Texas Chainsaw Massacre house, we're going to um, do a tarot card reading here. And then we're going to get in the car. We'll keep you guys with us with the microphones on. We'll get in the car, and we'll take a little trip. And then while we're driving, because this is a road trip episode, so we want to get some of us in the car, yeah. having some convo. And uh, maybe we'll find, if we can, we'll find a little cemetery or something to go to and we'll do a tarot card reading there. Yeah, let's do that. So we're gonna do a tarot card reading here. Pop it up here. Do you want me to? Hold on, folks. Road tripping. Not robo tripping, road tripping. Road tripping, baby. Wow, there's a giant grasshopper over here and he is. I just want to always go on record and say how continually amazed I am by the insects here in Texas. They were not lying when they said everything was bigger here. I thought they were, they were not. Um, I don't know if the heat gives them superhuman mutant strength or what, um, but I am always, people at work will sometimes laugh at me. I'm always stopping to look at the random bugs I see in Texas because I'm like, some of these bugs are insanely big. Wait till you see tarantulas. I'm like, that's insane. I saw one on the side of the road. Scorpions. Like a couple, I haven't seen the scorpions yet, but I did see a tarantula just like walking on the side of the road and I was like, that's, um, here we use this. That's a sight to see. All right, guys, yeah. All right, so we're just shuffling the cards right now, enjoying our little background of, uh, um, creepy, um, windmill ASMR. Yeah. Country yeah. road. <laughs> Country road I'll sh- ASMR. I'll shoot a little video of this if, it, if I have enough memory. <laughs> but we'll go as far as we can. I'll wait till we get the actual cards out. And then I'll shoot the background with the cards. So cool. Ah! Yep, that's what I was afraid it was going to happen. <laughs> the cards, cards just on all over right Texas. Out. We got them though. It is a little windy out here. It's all good. Uh-oh. Need to get them waterproof ones. It's windy. The veil is thin. <laughs> you ever see those? Waterproof, waterproof ones? Tarot cards? No. Yeah, they got them. I need a pair of those for when I go to the beach and read. All right, guys. Or let's when you're at the pool. 
Yeah. Because they have play there. cards too, like, you know, poker cards. Alright, first card okay. out of the deck. One card down. And I'll put the Texas Massacre House in the background. I'll zoom in so you guys can see it. It's right there. And we're going to do a tarot card right, right in front of this son of a bitch. Wow, okay. Alright. Definitely You'll some... i keep them down too long. I'll try and hold them down because the wind is... Yeah, because the wind is blowing wind is a little mighty. bit here. Okay. So first we've got Ace of Cups. Um, Ace of Cups. Ace is new beginnings. Cups is the um, suit of water and emotion. We are both water signs, for example. Pisces, we're currently in Scorpio season, which is also a water sign. Um, so lots of watery energy right now. Um, we're in eclipse season, so that definitely makes sense. Um, a lot of death and rebirth energy. Um, and I feel like this is definitely that rebirthing energy. I mean, you see the lilies um, growing in the pond. You see this overflowing of water and emotion. Um, this means a new opportunity that you are emotionally connected to so this could be a romantic connection um, this could be something you're just very passionate about and that you personally have an emotional connection to like a passion project um, but most of the times it is going to be a friendship some sort of relationship some sort of connection that offers you something this is going to feel like um, again we'll post pictures of the cards for you guys to see but there's a hand sort of offering this overflowing chalice um, the, which always means that's kind of the universe handing this opportunity to you um, you didn't necessarily like work super hard for this this is something that randomly comes across your table and you go wow definitely need to take advantage of that I need to snatch that up um, and good news the next one we have is nine of pentacles if you snatch this up you will end up um reaping the benefits pentacles is the suit of um, money abundance and resources networking um opportunities anything related to growing your abundance um yeah. growing that could be in knowledge or skill um but pentacles does have to do with money um so this um sort of new opportunity that comes about maybe through a connection um through you know an emotionally intimate connection that you have ends up leading to fruitfulness to abundance um this nine of pentacles lady her the pentacles are all at her feet meaning she has a foundation already she's not chasing after them she's not working on them you know there's there's um one in the pentacle where this person's like building them up she's not doing any of that she's in nature enjoying herself she's at ease because she has everything that she needs she has that foundation so whatever opportunity that is that you're emotionally invested in that comes across is definitely going to give you benefit this nine of pentacles following this is an amazing um an amazing follow-up to this card and then finally we have the two of wands and this just means there might be a little bit of struggle um wands is about passion but it can also be about like overthinking um or um carrying burdens or uh, kind of feeling worn out in our journey. Um, but the two of wands is just saying, this is gonna take some uh, studiousness. Um, you're gonna have to be passionate about it and kind of go at this with everything you have. Wands is the suit of fire. Um, so when we think, you know, we say, oh, fiery passion, um, the, you know, this person's so fiery, they stand up for what they believe in. All of those things that you think of when we say someone is fiery, it's gonna embrace those qualities. And the two of wands is all about holding that in duality. Um, so how, what are you doing sort of in, um, what are you going to have to juggle that are kind of opposites from one another in order to make this thing happen? Um, and I am going to go ahead and just pull one more quick card because I okay. feel like that two of wands just leaves it kind of up in the air. Um, it is saying that you're going to have to study a little bit. You're going to have to come at this thing with some passion. You're going to have to juggle this and something else. Um, so if you have a passion project, um, this feels strongly work-related. Yeah. <laughs> 
And then we've got the Emperor, ooh, and the Five of Pentacles. So this just means that, um, or the Hierophant, excuse me. The Hierophant and the uh, Five of Pentacles. And that Five of Pentacles doesn't necessarily look nice, but I feel like that's just a warning. The Hierophant is seeking higher knowledge. Um, so um, sort of taking on a mentor. Again, this is another card that's telling you this is a time for studiousness. If you can read about what you're doing, if you can learn about what you're doing, if you can take a workshop, if you can seek out a mentor, somebody who's been through this before, um, somebody who's experienced in this area, definitely go and do that. Otherwise, you're going to be left out in the cold. Um, if you can't put your ego aside, if you can't put all of that aside and learn from this experience and really dive in with passion, um, with ease, um, with seeking this sort of higher knowledge um, and, and letting yourself be mentored, um, if you don't do that, then you will end up in this sort of um, out in the cold, just... Yeah. This is the opposite of the Nine of Pentacles. Like these are your two options, really. These, this is the fork in the road. You're either gonna take advantage of this opportunity and have this foundation of abundance around you and kind of grow in that, um, or you're gonna end up um, sort of becoming stubborn and, and not allowing that to happen and that'll sort of slow things down and you'll be in a period of scarcity. Nice. Yeah. All right, so that's our Texas Chainsaw Massacre tarot card reading. Yeah, there you go. We're going to go look at those cards. I got pictures and everything, so we're good. Say goodbye. Bye. All right, so, so yeah, so that's our tarot card reading for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre house. Um, hopefully that was informative to somebody out there. Super cool. And uh, we're going to take this, we're going to pause. We're going to take this show on the road. And we're going to get settled in the car, and when we get on the road... We'll put the mics back, or yeah, we'll, we'll back turn in. it back on. Okay, so we're back on the road. Hopefully you guys can hear us with these mics. Yeah, the wind is a little intense, so I That's guess right. we'll have to speak up, but we need some air. We just wanted you guys to come on this road trip with us, and while we're driving, why not have a conversation? Yeah, Smoke a little right. weed. See the Texas Chainsaw Massacre house? Was, yeah, that was amazing. That was so cool. That was really good. We got some good pictures we're going to put up at Splash Unicorn Podcast on Instagram and The Frequency on uh, Instagram. Yes, the with two E's underscore Frequency. And I'm sure she'll be talking about on her podcast, which is called The Frequency. Yeah, I'm super excited about that. Spotify? Um, yes, it is on Spotify. Um, I will also be doing a special spooky episode this week. Um, I might do a double feature, depending. Okay. Um, uh, do, is there a day you drop these? Because I haven't talked to you since you've done the podcast. Every Thursday, okay. I drop it. Um, so I usually record Tuesday or Wednesday, um, and then I end up releasing it for Thursday. I usually end up discussing um, what the planets are doing that week. The first 30 minutes, Yeah. I talk about self-help, self-improvement, different ways of thinking and approaching your mind and practice <laughs> um, and life to be happier, to be more authentic. And then the last 30 minutes is um, tarot and wine. Okay. Um, but really, I tell people, um, grab whatever makes you feel good. You know, if that's a, yeah. we're going into the colder months, if that's a cup of hot tea at the end of the night, if that's your iced coffee in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, if that's, you know, lighting comfort. up a J at the end of your day, like I always tell them, like, grab that comfort item you give yourself. I take you through a meditation and then we do a collective tarot reading um, in that 30 minute period. Which I think is also good because a lot of us don't meditate or feel silly med meditating. 
So it's nice when you're listening to a podcast or a recording or yeah. something like that because you just kind of automatically slip into it. I don't want to say it's exactly. like hypnotism, but it's almost like that. It's like no, your, your body wants to relax. I do that with movies. Yeah, like your body wants to relax and clear its mind. It wants to have that no mind meditative state even just for 30 seconds because it's a reset. Right. Um, so I like taking people through that every week because a lot of people don't get to schedule that in every week. Again, we do apologize for the wind tunnel, but you are on a road trip with us, so you'd, yeah, you're in the back seat. You'd have to hear it anyway. <laughs> you'd have to hear it anyway. <laughs> but so, yeah, yeah, that's kind of all the structure. <laughs> Excuse me. And the podcast is going pretty good, then. Yeah, that's yeah, kind of all good. the structure. You enjoy is doing it? Yeah, I do really like it, especially now that I have gotten a structure and sort of have a groove about it. Yeah, it takes a minute. Yeah, it does take a minute, and it's been quite a few weeks now. I'm, I think I'm on episode 10. This next one will be episode 11. Oh, you're trucking along there. Yeah, and I like dividing the episode up that way in case people don't want to listen Hello. to what happened to the other. So if people are just there to talk about the self help and share their experiences in the comments, <coughs> they can go ahead and do that. And if people are just there for the 30 minute meditation and tarot reading, they can pick that second second too. Yeah. Um, and then I offer a two-minute um, collective terror reading on my Instagram that I dropped that same day. And then I'm getting ready to release a YouTube channel in which I do oh, nice. extensive readings. Yeah, okay. and it's actually like video. And it's definitely not a reading. Well, that sounds interesting. You're getting moved trucking along there. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. I was kind of avoiding YouTube for a little bit. They were in plus with their... Um, a little picky. Yeah. yeah, that's why I'm not. They're like rules and regulations, but I figure I'm just gonna do it. You know? Yeah, you're just doing tarot card readings, so it's not like. Hope I didn't mute my microphone. <laughs> I think I hit the mute button, but all right, we'll find out later. Hopefully not. Uh, it's still blue. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that works, but hopefully I didn't. I always forget the mute buttons on the side. I'll be talking to myself. I'll be really. So you'll hear me myself. just from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is a trial and error type of episode. I've never done anything like this before as far as road trip. I kind of like the concept. I was thinking, like, what if? I was like, we're going to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre house. It's Halloween time. We do tarot card readings and this and that. We could have went home and just did it on the regular microphones. But I was like, eh, we do that all the time. Yeah. Let's do something. I was thinking, let's do something different. Let's take people with us on the trip. Right? I'm so glad you had this idea. I think it's so cool. I was like, I have wireless mics. Why did I buy these fucking things? <laughs> and now the wheels are turning in my mind. Like, it would be cool once I start traveling because, you know, I'm starting. I've been in Austin for six months. I figure a few more months, um, I'll be, you know, super acclimated and then I can start traveling. You know what I mean? Start making a little bit of money. Yeah. After the holidays go by, you know, there's not anything to do in January and February. And it would be really cool to. I actually got this idea while we were taking pictures in front of this house, take my tarot cards with me, and like do readings yeah. in different locations of things I've always wanted to Almost see. like we just did. Just like we just did, but that would be so cool as like a series. That would be awesome. That would be super awesome. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, it just came to me. I was like, you know, fuck it. Let's, be, let's do something different. So hopefully this comes out good and maybe we can do another one sometime find another spooky thing. No, I guarantee you there's so many creepy, like, barns around here oh. that we could totally, like, barns, abandoned houses. Um, what was I going to say? Shit. Oh, I was going to give you some advice. Like, uh, so, uh, uh, 
tomorrow, Wednesday, what is it, the 25th? Yeah. Uh, October 25th, you're going to be at the green room at Mr. Nice Guys. Yes. Right? So excited. Uh, murder mystery uh, thing going party. on. Coven party, uh, American Horror Story. Yes, the best season of American Horror and, Story, by the way. And are you giving out free tarot card readings this t at this time? I am. So okay. last time it was also free. So they booked me, um, and I'm just there for everybody. So the tarot card readings are free. Um, I do accept, obviously, donations yeah, and gifts. Of course. Which it was so cute. I didn't even like set up a sign or say anything like that because I don't love doing that if I'm yeah. out of out of it for free. And you offer me all kinds of things and bought my products. So exactly. I will I will be popping up with my website, the frequency. Um, I've got jewelry. You guys have heard me talk about it on yeah. here before. Self-care stuff, candles. Um, I did just I don't think I've talked about it on this podcast yet. I did recently make the decision to make all the jewelry myself. Nice. That's um, nice. That's so this nice. new collection that I'm bringing with me is spooky and um, super cool. A couple different styles. Um, and kind of the first set of jewelry that I myself am uh, making for the website. Well, that's so exciting. bath salts, which I make that are all natural. Um, candles, all just all the good spooky stuff. I've got some spell candle kits, too, if you're trying to lay attention. Um, thank you. And uh, it's gonna be fun. I'm, I'm super good. excited. Yeah. It, it was Moving so along. much fun the last time. Yeah, I was there to witness it. And a lot of uh, people, it was their first time getting a tarot card reading. There were some people that Tears. were religious, there were some people that were not. Um, and I made like eight people cry that night. It <laughs> I mean, it was a Pisces full moon, so people were gonna cry anyway. But, yeah. <laughs> but um, it was. <laughs> It was amazing. I mean, there were things that people <coughs> experienced in the reading that they needed to hear themselves. You know, a lot, a lot of the reason why I do tarot readings and why I find them so interesting is because a lot of us are just looking for the confirmation that what we're feeling or what we think is going on is true or not. You yeah. know, we want to measure how accurate it is. Like, hey. It's hard to do in your own brain. And one of the things that tarot does is here's a complete stranger telling you, hey, this is the way you've been living. This is your obstacle. <laughs> this is what's in your way. And it confirms everything that you like thought or already knew in the way, way back of your mind but couldn't it's get like to. It's like a receipt. Like, here you go. Yeah, exactly. It takes all of those jumbled parts that you've been spinning around in your brain and puts them clearly out on the table. Right. And that's... Like clarification for your brain. Yeah, and giving that gift to some people, they don't get seen like that. You know, not to get too hippie, but they don't get seen no, like no, that I by understand. people in their life. Yeah, no, I get it. People don't see through their everyday facades, and so when you break that down, especially as a stranger, like, when you break that down for people, it becomes a really beautiful experience, you know? Suffer from the fact that it's just fun. Yeah. You know, like, people will book you for, like, bachelorette parties and stuff because it's just a fun thing to do. Yeah, it's a bit, um, it's a... It can also, it's an old, but not tradition, but it's an old art, and whatever you want to call it. Uh, they originally used to play with playing cards at like the gypsies. Rich, yeah, at like at rich parties, you know, there was somebody that would show up with the, the playing cards. That's and, why you would love my grandma. So the gypsy, she would have told you all these stories, right? I would have loved her. And uh, yeah, the tarot cards have been around. The gypsy, I believe, the gypsies are the ones that kind of made it, you know, because they'd have these carnivals or these circuses, and you'd have the fortune teller, the tarot card reader, or maybe it was a crystal ball, <laughs> they'd have a crystal ball with tarot cards, you know? Yeah. 
Think it's satanic or yeah, which and then they find out that it was based on the Kabbalah, which Jesus Christ himself followed the Kabbalah, right? an ancient Jewish like map of the human experience, exactly. But it's also like even the people who are not religious consider historically to be one of the most complete like works that we have, exactly, on the human experience, which is why the term was based on it. That's because you, know, you, you, yeah, you don't have a biased... Yeah, you know. chakras, like all of that kind of stems from this, this... What's the movie? Uh, the movie's about the Tree of Life, and uh, it was like the Mexican, uh, what do you call it, uh, Conquering the North. I can't use my brain right now. Are you talking about Apocalypto? No. This movie brain. explains from when the Tree of Life happened to... Now and it oh, was the was same that? two couple. Was just No. This is even way before this. This is the nineties, maybe early two thousand. Oh, okay. It was Hugh that Jackman. No, that's different. Yeah, that's different. I know what you're talking about. This is called like it had uh, Hugh Jackman and Rachel Weiss in it. And their souls connected in every generation, almost like uh, oh, I don't think I saw almost that. like Clouds Atlas. Okay. But the actual tree of life. I gotta see that. Yeah, I'll, I'll find it more. Oh my God! Speaking of movies, did you see the new Exorcist? No, I want to though. Oh, you gotta see it. Speaking of scary movies, I was gonna tell you I took Brandy to see it. Which yeah. Hilarious as a concept. <laughs> I just wanted to see what she would do. I was like, let's go see the Exorcist the one night. Exactly. So we did. Religious? I was super shocked. She totally agreed to it and we went. Because you have to dismiss... You have to dismiss all the movies in between the first one and this one. Yeah. They well, did a I Halloween. Just, they skipped. I just went into it with a fresh perspective. Like, I just... Yeah. After what I read about... You ever see like, the first one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, that's the sequel. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I just went in with this one. I was like, oh, <laughs> the original is so good. I'm just going to go in with this fresh perspective and kind of just experience this as its own thing. Um, <coughs> and it was great the way they tied it back with Reagan and everything. It was just, it was really fucking cool. I'm going to check um, it. I definitely want to check definitely it. Definitely need to go see it. It was worth seeing in a movie theater. Because like, as much as Texas Chainsaw Massacre was my first horror movie, The Exorcist was the one, my, the forbidden. anything prepares you for seeing The Exorcist yeah. for the first time. I saw it in a film class. Yeah. Like, I saw so many classics, and I took a film class in high school, and I took another one in college. And we watched it in a film class, and I remember them, like, warning us, and all, like, all this extra shit, and I was like, oh, come on. Like, I, at that <laughs> point, I had seen A Clockwork Orange, you know what I mean, and yeah. read the book. I was That's a great because I was a teenage girl, you know what I mean, so I was desensitized to violence. There's always a period of time during teenage girls' lives where they're just desensitized to violence. Exactly. And that was that period Dude, of time, right? Too. 
Yeah, that was my period of time for me. We have a, or, or the opposite, we have the small window where we're not desensitized. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, you guys... There's a little... Like, and then it's, fuck it, violence. <laughs> we choose it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and at this point, I see the cardboard room, I was like, whatever, man. Like, this is an old-ass movie. Like, oh. you guys think it's scary you saw when we were young, you know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely It was like not. the forbidden movie. Absolutely not. That, but nothing prepares you for seeing the exorcist. No. no matter how much time goes by, yeah, I, no matter how many special I'm gonna watch it before I go see the new one. That we all, you know, have come up with. There is nothing that prepares you for seeing some of the scenes that happen yeah. there. It's truly insane. Yeah, that was the forbidden movie. And then they came out with it. Now we find out they were fake. But when we were kids, we thought it was real. The faces Blair of Witch? death. Oh. Oh, Blair Witch, I thought it was real too. I, I really thought it was real. I thought yeah. for that shit. It was a Orson Welles yeah. situation. That was me and you and your mom had a computer and we were like looking up the fucking website and shit. We were all into it. Oh my god, it's coming down. Yeah, guys. sorry. Do you, do you, are you good with that? Yeah. Okay. I just might have to go a little slow because, right. oh my god. Do what you got. I have not seen rain like this in Texas yet. Well, welcome. I well, but it wasn't like this. Welcome to fall. <laughs> The plants need it. At least Honestly, it's not it 40. At least it's not 45. Give it to the plants before right. the winter hits. At least it's not 45 and raining. I'll I could stand it. outside here. I'll take it. That's what I like about Texas. It rains they're here, already, but it's 80. They're already wearing winter jackets in Cleveland. I yeah. still got snow this past week. I'm fine with the rain. <laughs> I'll Trust <take> me. It. <laughs> Trust me. At first, you're like, what the fuck? And then you're like, oh, God, this is beautiful. And then you start to realize you don't even know what season it is because it's fucking warm all the time. Yeah. I You're like, is it falls? It's spr- well, I still get. I don't even recognize. Yeah, what it's like now. I'm like, yeah, what is that? that's the sun. All the way out there. Yeah. Oh my god, that looks so cool. I wish you. I'd take a picture, this. but it wouldn't do it. I wish anything. you guys could see this. There's like Maybe. the tiniest little sliver of an orange work. sun in the middle of like black dark the clouds. Yeah. But it's like just over the horizon. No. I've never seen that before. Now, if we drive and there's maybe. A, some no clouds over there and the sun goes down you're gonna see more purples and oranges and pinks that you'll never seen in your life oh well yeah i've seen plenty of texas sunrises yeah but these times when it's raining it all reflects so it's 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 i've never seen that before oh that's amazing that is so weird looking like look at that little patch up there and it's just a little bit of light and then you look over there it's like orange death yeah, it's... It's like, is that a Browns so helmet? Bizarre, yeah. What the hell's going on over here? I'm telling you, this isn't a real place. It's, See? It's, it's not a real place. It's paradise. I was running joke with myself that Texas is not real. It's paradise with gun laws. No and gun laws. I mean. they, they took the simulation for Texas and was like, yeah. what if we... It's like Wakanda. <laughs> what if we went back to the Wild West, but then also made it the mini Silicon Valley? Let's, Let's see what happens. A little balance. What if we threw a bunch of religion in there, but also gave them a bunch of rules at the same time? Well, that's... <laughs> yeah, Austin's like this island. Yeah, no, it totally is. That's what I'm saying. You go, out, you so go outside and it's Texas. Texas. Texas, baby. Oil. Texas. Money. Guns. Until, until you go to Houston, it's like, oh, this is like Cleveland, but with better yeah, weather. Yeah, I have heard that With better weather. It's like Cleveland, but with no snow. Cool. Dallas, it's like, wow, these motherfuckers. That's where all the oil money people go. Yeah. Because when we were kids, we had a show called Dallas. Yeah. J.R. Ewing. Yeah. Who shot J.R.? That was yeah. way before the interwebs and stuff. 
and you had to wait the next week to see who fucking shot him or the next season or whatever. Now it's like, well, here's all the seasons. <laughs> you think we're going to drive out of the rain or you think it's raining at the cemetery? Um, that would require me to look at radar. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like, sometimes when you're in Usually Cleveland, it's, okay. it can be raining on one yeah. side and you drive well, right out of it. Yeah, and you're talking about Texas, that's five Ohios, right? I knew this person put their lights on. I'm sorry, guys. I know, like, I know I'm just talking about driving, but this person's been behind us in a tiny little gray car where you can barely see in front of you and they just not put their lights on. They've been behind like, us. Oh, yeah, it's dark. It. <laughs> it was making me nervous this whole time because I'm like, I dead ass can't see them in, like, the We have Joy ride in front of us. You know? Yeah. Don't piss them off. In the mist, I just couldn't see this tiny little silver color. I feel like we were in in the, uh, I, honestly, since we've been driving this, I feel like we're like the beginning of a scary movie and we're going to get into some shenanigans or something. Yeah. We have this truck, this, this Joyride time. truck, remember that movie? Well, or Duel. Nowhere. Duel was Steven Spielberg's first movie. Okay. About a trucker that was chasing this guy, Dennis Weaver. Oh, okay. And, um... He uh, turned it into, I think, a TV movie, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, no. Yeah. And it was all, like, it was all mental horror, though. Like, I do enjoy that. You know what I mean? That. They don't show nothing. It's all you, really Mad Lib. Like, you're making it up. Yeah. Because people were complaining about it. He's like, but you're not seeing anything. You're making it up in your own mind. He's just showing you some views. Yeah. Right? Then he'll maybe, maybe initiate it that he's doing this that doesn't mean he's doing that yeah <laughs> you're making it you know what kind of horror I'm talking about yeah I do what's the one where the two kids go into the house with the family the oh, kid from like oh no, the, the kid <laughs> so from the, no and they start beating the shit out of him but you don't see nothing it's all like implied I don't the kid from uh, Stan he's the Stan in the Eminem video that guy him and some other kid go in this like Start beating them with a fucking. I have you, no idea what you're talking about. Oh my god! If you you probably seen it, you probably don't know. But it's like a, it's a horror movie, but it doesn't show gore. It's just like you think you're seeing gore, but you're not, right? Okay. Like this is happening. Fuck, I don't know. Okay, sorry. I was just like trying to search my brain, and I was like, oh, it was a remake of a movie in the seventies. It was like in the two thousand ten or something. Whatever Stan came out, that kid. A couple of years after that, he came out with this movie. Yeah, I don't know. You left uh, What's her name? Uh, the lady that was in the new King Kong with Jack Black, the blonde lady that played the main. Oh, what's her um, name? Oh I love her. Natalie? No, not Natalie. Oh, we're close. <laughs> not Natalie. Oh, I know her though. Okay, well, she's like the mom, right? Okay. I forget who the dad was. But I'll look it up and I'll send it to you. I know. But it's one of those movies where it's more psychological. Yeah, than like, anything else. Like, you're telling your friends later, like, he beat them, she, he raped her, he killed her with a yeah. center blonde, but you never seen any of that. Yeah, so it's like, you don't actually <laughs> So know. did you really? <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of like those. And that's really what, a lot of that is in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There's not a lot of blood in that movie. You think there is, because... There's dead animals. There's yeah, the original. They all cut. Yeah, they all yeah. That's what I'm talking about. They all cut away. A lot of those scenes are cut away. Yeah. Like everybody else used to think if you remember the original one, 
uh, when he puts the girl on the meat hook, the brunette chick. Yeah. Right? But you never <clears throat> actually see it happen. She just shows up on a meat hook. And everyone yeah. used to go, yeah, he put, you know, back then they were yeah. like, hey, she, he put her on it. And it's like, no, he really never did. <laughs> yeah. You just thought that. Because right. you just seen her there. That's the type of psychological yeah. uh, things uh, that they did in that movie. Yeah, that was a great there's movie, one I heard of, but I haven't watched it yet. That is that concept taken super far. It's called Skinnamarink. Someone talking about, about this. Yeah, it's supposed and to be like the scariest. Is vomiting and people were vomiting on this. Yeah, it was like disorienting people, and I can see why. I don't think it was so scary. That I'm saying, were, anytime they say that about a movie. <laughs> But I will say that if I put myself in a dark room and watch this, would it put me in a mental Little state? state? Yeah. yeah. Because it's nothing but silent shots of these little kids who wake up in a house and no one's home. And so things start like an ex- like moving without explanation. But it's but so you there's know, no explanation. It just gets you, puts you right no in. There's no explanation. There's no setup. Right and it's just still shots, a few seconds of still shots, and that's the whole movie. But it, it'll be like them looking for each other. There's no dialogue. It'll be them oh like, or it'll be like the camera set on the hallway, and you'll just see the little boy like walking around searching for their parents, oh. and just walk off into the darkness, like. Or there's like a shadow on the wall or something like that. And I didn't watch the whole thing, but I've seen clips of it. Yeah. And it is creepy in a way. I don't know what it would be like to sit there through the whole thing or if I even could. Yeah. But yeah, if I shut off all movies. the lights and watch it, it definitely like the Take some the shrooms. film noises are like, like eerie. <laughs> yeah. Almost like yes. uh, American Horror Story, their beginnings, where it cuts away to these like. It's like that, and that's the only noise that you hear. Or like. Like you'll hear shuffling, like and you'll, you'll hear their footsteps, but there's no soundtrack. There's no like. No dialogue, no soundtrack. That's Just weird. Just little clips like that. It's super weird, and I've been wanting to watch it, but I also haven't had a day where I feel like I'd have the patience. What's to it called again? Skin of I think it's Netflix, maybe. I mean, this is good. We're talking about horror movies because it's Halloween time, so. Yeah. And we just witnessed, iconically, I just want to go the greatest time. Movies. So let's talk about horror movies. Uh, have you ever seen Babadook? Yeah. I liked it. I liked it, too. Um, the one we were talking about earlier, Magna, uh, Malignant. Malignant. That one was so creepy. Now, have you seen Barbarian? That's more of an know. implied type of what we were just talking about. I did see The Pope's Exorcist. That was pretty good. I haven't seen that one yet, but I'm going to watch it. Definitely check it out. If you're into Exorcist movies. I love it. Or those type of... I don't like the paranormal genre so much. I don't mind it. I do like the Conjuring movies are pretty creepy. I feel like Blair Witch for that type of thing set the bar so far that I wasn't even fooled by paranormal activity. Yeah, I didn't really... Love that genre, I'm else. not a big yeah. fan of. Now the the Purge. I, I don't know if that's considered a horror movie. Footage, the Purge. Yeah, or, yeah. Okay. That's, I love those. Yeah. <laughs> I watch all those, even the shitty ones. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't watched the one. I have got to watch the first Purge or something. The no. 
I don't know what it's called, but there's a newer one out. I haven't seen it. I saw The Purge, the first Purge, in theaters with Mom. I convinced her to come with me, and she cried for 20 minutes afterward. and was like, never ask me to do that again. Well, it's almost like Handmaid's Tale. Like, this, this I'm so sorry. Right? It's almost like Handmaid's Tale, because for a second, you're like, this actually could fucking happen, probably. Yeah, oh, yeah. I could see this happening. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, it's not like... I feel that way when I watch it. So I can see someone going to the purge going, oh, God Yeah, damn. she didn't like it. She's like, that was so dark. Now I gotta think about that, too. I see, like, I didn't see it as dark. I was like, yeah, this is great. Because psychologically, that's the shit I like. I mean, is that dark? Definitely. It was definitely. I to me, dark is like, dark. You want to see a good dark one? Gerald's game? Gerald's game? Yes, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Ooh, that is a good one. Exactly. Thank you. I was just gonna bring that up because I'm watching that Did now. Have you no. seen Midnight Mass yet? I don't think so. Oh. Is it a series? Ooh. Or a it's the same guy that does Haunted on Hill House. Flanagan? And it's so fucking good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of watching so that one. So good. Because I watched the uh, Usher. Uh, yeah. Okay, he did that one. Yeah, he did. So I went back and I was like, who the fuck is this guy? He, he did, did Doctor Sleep. Sleep. Do you know what that is? Yes, I haven't seen it, but I know The prequel what it is. or a sequel to The Shining? It is the prequel. So I went back, I'm watching the one you just said. Um, Love yeah, I always say them all backwards. <laughs> yeah. So that one's pretty good so far. Have you seen that one? Oh yeah, I've yeah. seen that. I've seen uh, Hunter oh, House, Hunter Manor. Um, so we put the windows out to get steer you guys away from the wind now we're just getting shit on by the rain it's yeah, a monsoon the rain is, yeah, but you know what guys we're having the perfect road trip we have all the elements of a road trip right now <laughs> yeah. this didn't happen while we were doing the tarot card reading yeah it set it. us up and now it's taking us to another haunted movie that we're in. <laughs> Thank God that it didn't do that while we were out there. We would have all right done what it And this one's called Jeepers Creepers. Was that the rainy one? <laughs> yeah. <when laughs> or Friday 13th. Like, where he, like, falls on the oh, truck yeah. in the middle of the road. And you know the backstory of that one, right? Wasn't he, like, a pedophile, the director? Or something? I forget. I forgot Yeah, yeah. Look at those peepers. That's what we used to say when we were kids. Yeah, but that's not, totally different. Totally different. No, that's what it is. No, because we, that's dirty. Look at those no, peepers. That's not, no, that's not what it means. Oh, when well, we were kids, that's... Oh, see, when we were kids, we thought it meant, like, boobies. Boy, well, not on Jeepers Creepers, it doesn't mean that. Oh, not on Jeepers Creepers. It's not like scary now, now I do. <laughs> I was talking about what we used to say when we were kids. Jeepers Creepers wasn't out. We didn't have Jeepers Creepers, but now that you mention it, yeah, that makes total sense. Now that I'm 50 years old, I, now I know what the rest of it means, and that's gross. It means your peepers. Oh my god, I always thought it meant boobies when we were kids. Of course, we didn't have a movie to guide us. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe when I was a kid, that was a word for boobs. I don't know. That's weird. That's creepy now that I think about it. Why would we think that? Peepers, eyeballs, got it. Wow, mind blown. <laughs> I'm gonna call all my neighborhood friends when I was a kid and be like, dude, they were eyeballs. They were eyeballs. The so whole bad. time. Oh like, God. oh wow, you're just learning this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know where we're at at least though. Weather. We're on 1431 soon. This is university. Yeah, the sound of the rain is nice, which is hard to drive in. 
Well, it's not hard to drive in. It's just... I was going to say, if you need me to drive, just let me know. Well, the good thing is, is the route we're taking is traffic, so you get to follow some lights. Yeah. I don't like it when I'm the only one and it's fucking raining. Yeah, I can't see it's like, what? what? Well, I learned in Ohio, you just look. I've been in blizzards. Yeah. Coming back from my mom's. I never want to do that again. Doing 25. It usually takes us two hours or whatever to get to see my mom. And it took us like five to get back. Fuck that. Just take your time, though. Fuck these people. Yeah, everybody else is going slow, too. Oh, they put a Whataburger over here. I got to go to the one in Corpus Christi. They have a statue of Selena in there. Oh, wow. Because that was her favorite place. Really? So they put a statue in there. There's a double-decker. There's a two-floor Whataburger there, too, somewhere. Okay, where am I going? Straight. Up here. The south? 1431. Oh. Just follow this lane. You'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> So, okay. as Anthony used to say, so. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Gotta love those lines. Yeah, well. Gotta love those reflectors. Right, or uh, this way. Yeah, that's the highway. You don't want to go there. Yeah, this way. <laughs> Got it. Got your froggers on? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know how you so because when I moved here, <laughs> mommy never liked me. <laughs> is that what you were doing? Oh, never mind that. Never mind. But well, that was great. You know, I totally remember that. You know, when MGK was on Saturday Night Live and Pete Davidson and they had that skit, they're like, skirt, beep, yeet. My mama never liked me. <laughs> it was hilarious. And you just said that. It sounded just like it. Skirt, beep, beep. My mama never. Li- I don't know what he says, but it's something like that. Like somebody's mama, you never loved me. Pete Davidson. Pete Davis just like every dude I grew up with. Well, he was, I guess he's pretty much me when I was younger. Yeah. <laughs> I just wasn't as douchey. He's a Scorpio. Yeah, it makes sense. That makes so sense. Yeah. I'm getting kids, kids' names tattooed on the back. Yeah. Or how about Drake? How about Adonis? Are you gonna get that album? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's on. Drake's kid. Oh yeah, yes. It was so cute. I know it's so cute, but I have this video. Oh, I have oh, this man. video, and, and <laughs> this kidding? guy goes, he's he's watching the video, and he goes, hold on, and he puts his son on, and it's his thugged out black kid. I'm fucking pushing weight, and blah 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 blah. And he's the same age. I'm like. Oh, I saved the video. I'll have to show you. And I'm oh like, okay, That's all right. <laughs> well, there's two neighborhoods people grow up in. Right. <laughs> yeah, I could barely understand the other kid with the chains and shit. He was like, I'm a little pushing weight. He's just talking about gangster shit. I'm like, damn, oh man. That's wild. And then I listen to the other one. I'm like, oh, okay. okay. We, yeah, we, I we, it was we, cute. We, we grew up in a gated community over here. Yeah. <laughs> Real, my man, my wife, don't mess with my man or whatever. It is cute, but the sad part is he, I don't know, I don't, uh, putting your kid out there like that. For, I mean, it was probably him asking. In this time of that we live in, though, the bullying and the online bullying. 
Yeah, but the, the thing is, is, he is that protected, though, he I guess. was trying to not tell people about his son, and then... I oh, really I know that whole story. Was, yeah, I believe it was... <laughs> he's got Pusha, a porn star pregnant. Pusha T or somebody? Yeah. yeah he was in yeah. Yeah, with somebody know. who exposed his son and posted a picture of his son. Yeah, Pusha T did it. So it's like, well, he figures he's in the spotlight now. Why doesn't he control? No, I understand you know that. I mean? Like, it was out of his control. I was just looking at a different side, like... But I agree with you. He feels that same way. I mean, he's talking maybe about Maybe if he was, like, albums. 12, maybe, then I'd be like, hey. Because he had that line where he said, like, I wasn't hiding my kid from the world. I was hiding the world from my kid or something like that. Well, he got a stripper pregnant. He tried to deny it. They ended up getting a DNA test. They found out he was the daddy. Then Pusha T was well, like... I mean, then he did Pusha T. loves strippers. Well, he bought them all Chanel and Pusha Houston, t- like, a couple of months ago. Pusha T knew the stripper. Yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's who's kid? Yeah, no, he, I mean, he went dirty with it, but you, you should, I don't know. But, uh, we shouldn't be, our minds shouldn't be clouded with that nonsense. Yeah. Drake ain't something talking about us on our podcast. <laughs> Not I, yet. Why should I talk about him? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Not yet. Yeah, you maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're almost in town, huh? Yeah, we're close. So this Brain's is my. I'll be. I'll be here. Now. I'll be here in the morning around this neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> this is my Thursday routes. <laughs> Let's get over here. But uh, so yeah. Uh, so what's your top? Give me your top three. Because I get. I do five, but I don't know if that might be too much. Okay. Top three. If you could do five, do five. Top three right. horror movies from any genre. I have so many. Though. I'm gonna include a Clockwork Orange okay. as a horror movie. Okay. Though some people would maybe argue that it's it's more psychological thriller. It's like dystopian horror. Yeah. Right. I would consider uh, it horror. Seven. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. What's in the bunch? I mean, that from start to finish, yeah. that the way that story is told is fucking brilliant. Yeah. Like everything, it's got good writing, which is so rare in a scary movie. Absolutely. That is um, I would definitely put Hereditary up there. Ari Aster is a fucking genius. Midsummer was good, but I wouldn't I put it in top Midsummer. five. But Hereditary is freaky as fuck. I mean, it. I I like things that disturb me so much or make me question things so much. I'm thinking about it for days, and Hereditary lives in my mind rent free. Midsummer, like I said, Midsummer is great, but I'm not going to include it in the top three because it's not. Also, but Hereditary was something original, something I'd never seen before, something that I'll have to check it out. When you watch it, it seems like an art film, but really, it's a horror film, and it is fucking horrifying. There's a new one they say that's like that. That's out right now. Something live, something. Live. I don't know. But it is, I can't believe you of all people have not seen Hereditary. Go home tonight and watch have. it. Go home tonight and oh, watch yeah. it. Um, it's got, oh, what's her name? Well, in October, I do a scary movie every day. You should definitely do or a TV tonight. show or something. It is so incredibly good, like, from start to finish. Ari Aster is brilliant. He also did Midsummer, which I think you've seen. There's your answer, by the way. Um, yeah, thank God. <laughs> I'm excited. Anyway, Midsummer. Uh, I've heard mixed reviews about it. It was interesting. It wasn't as I heard good it was as trash, but I, I liked heard, it. I heard like a couple. Although I'm, I'm quickly becoming a fan of what they're calling folk horror. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely a fan of that. The Witch was folk yeah, horror, that, I like and that, that was not for everybody. Everybody, I like everybody trashed that too. Well, I I, I'm it. not saying I listen to everybody's opinion. I just I hear it. 
you know? No, right, but I'm saying that's one of those movies that people either loved it or hated it. Yeah. You know, people were either like, this was boring, it was super, and they were like, that was Because I like cheesy horror, too. Like. Yeah, I'm not as into that. I like it like to be, the more, the more realistic it is, the more scary it is for me, but... Like, I just did a review, uh, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Yeah. Oh my god, I <laughs> Have saw you heard that, this? yeah. I did see that. As much as I hated it, I loved it. Yeah. Because I knew what they were going for. Be, I yeah. knew what it was going like Terrifier. Terrifier is one of my favorites because it's got all the elements. It's got yeah. the gore, the over-the-top gore. I love over-the-top horror, too. Yeah. You know? I love it all. So, yeah, I see what you're saying. The folk, folk horror... Yeah, folk yeah. horror is definitely creepy. I found some indie folk horror movies on Netflix that are creepy. Have you ever, ever watched the VHS series at all? I don't know. Check out the VHS series. Do you have Shredder? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, I have. Yes, yeah. Like, there's yes. one, like, in the I 80... went through that phase in high school, yeah, where yeah. I watched the VHS movies. That's what they got. They got, got newer ones I like in 84. They're doing, it's almost like American Horror Story, but yeah. a movie real quick. Yeah, which I need to watch the new <laughs> season of American Horror Stories. Yeah. Where it's not the new season, it's the individual stories yes. that are fan submitted. I just saw the um, advertisement for it on Blue, and I was like, I need to watch it. Now, that. I just got done watching last year's American Horror Story, and that was focused on a lot of tarot card readings. Because the lady kept putting down death. Oh, yeah. Something, and then there was three cards she would always put down for these I'm trying to think of what last season was. It was, was like the AIDS. The, yes, yes. You know, and the guy was, like, he kind of portrayed the AIDS, the guy with the... Yeah, guy. I thought that was an interesting way to do that, honestly. That was crazy. As growing up in that era of like AIDS coming out and stuff like that, it was interesting. Yeah. And not what I guessed. I feel like I didn't guess that until... like it. Usually, oh, no, like, I guessed it. Usually I can see the, the plot yeah. that's coming, and with that one, I feel like it stuck up on me a little I, bit. I, I, I found it. It just took me a minute to see what was going on. After yeah. everyone started plucking off, I was like, oh, that guy is the fucking AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> It's not the. It's not really a killer. It's a killer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, disease kind. Oh, I don't watch this. It was more metaphoric. It just seems, uh, interesting to me. So I think I'm just gonna watch the American Horror Stories. Because they had references to Dahmer in there and all that too. I can't believe I you know. haven't seen Midnight Mass though. Holy shit! You need to watch Hereditary. You when did that come out? Recent. Maybe a year or two ago, and people kept telling me to watch it, and I couldn't get into it because the first episode and a half is a little boring. It's a lot of story, but you need that story for how fucking crazy it gets later. Huh. Um, so for the first episode and a half, like uh, there were times where I'd go to watch it and it just didn't hold my attention at the end of a workday. But when I finally decided, like a month and a half ago, to suffer through the first, like quote unquote, I, I didn't suffer. Like it's a good, it's well written. Um, it's a little monologue heavy. Gotcha. Uh, which I just haven't been used to because people don't really write like that anymore. Um, I didn't mind it, but it is just monologue everywhere. One character will go on this really long rant. Uh, but it's kind of cool because then you get to stay with the characters, really present with them. But it ends up taking so many twists and turns I didn't see coming. It gets super gory out of nowhere. It shocks you. Like, it's well written. It's well acted. The dude that plays the priest is insanely talented. Huh. Um, and it's a lot of the same actors that are in Haunting of Hill House, Haunting yeah. of Bly Manor. Like, he has to use kind of <laughs> the, the same, same people. characters. Yeah. yeah, like American Horror Story does. HBO does that. And I was, like, pissed by the end of it because I was like, people have been recommending this to me for, like, a year, and I've just been ignoring them. This was so fucking good. Huh, Midnight Mass. Midnight Mass Where is on, it on Netflix. Netflix, okay. Yeah. I'm going to watch that tonight. 
It is, and then, and then immediately, as soon as you can, hereditary. Yeah, that might, is such an experience, but watch it in the dark. Yeah, I might do that one tomorrow. Make sure you are totally in the dark for hereditary. Okay. Like, make sure you're not scrolling, oh, no, be in the dark. Like, just make sure you're fully present with hereditary, because it's that kind of scary movie where you have to be present with the movie in order for that payoff to happen. Okay. And, oh, and in order for you to get any sort of clue what's going on, because yeah. it's, I would consider that folk horror as well, okay. and it's fucking... I'll give so it a shot. Good. If it's the same guy that makes the other ones, then definitely. It's so good. I can't stress Because he's enough. become one of my favorite directors or whatever. Him and Jordan Peele. I'm excited. I'm excited for Jordan Peele to do another scary movie. Nope was kind of a, a miss for me. Uh, but I loved Get Out and I loved Us. Um, I think it did something with horror that hadn't been done in a long time. Um, and Get Out was a completely new concept. Oh, altogether. yeah, absolutely. Like, and I love original concepts because nope everybody was just good. remakes shit. Yeah, I didn't love Nope. I, yeah. I didn't hate it, but I didn't absolutely, it didn't wow me like his other two movies. I was like, this was an, his this greatest was a good movie. movie. His greatest movie, though, is Keanu. <laughs> Yeah. It's not a I horror know. movie. It's so, I know, it's so funny that he used to great be movie. so goofy and now he's like this horror. Oh, he did the but Twilight like, Zone. I know, I hope he which comes was amazing. back to horror. And then he brought out the twi- his Twilight Zone in black and white. That's dope. Yeah. That's super dope. Yeah, but, uh, I am excited to see what he does next. Same thing with Ari Aster. Ari Aster made that crazy-ass movie, Bo is Afraid. I still haven't seen it. But I've heard of Joaquin that. Phoenix and it's supposed yeah. to be a comedy that, horror. Yeah, that's a, actually, I think I've seen that. Oh, maybe there's a there's a knock knock was good. That's in one of those psychological with Keanu Reeves. Um, but um, there's this horror movie that took 18 years to make or something like that. Oh my god! The guy that did it was the special effects guy, like on Star Wars, and he made this like claymation horror movie. And it's supposed to be a masterpiece, and it's on Shutter. And I went. Wow. I, it's on my list. I've heard of that one. I'll, I'll text you the name. But it looks crazy, almost like Pan's Labyrinth, but more. What do you call that? Anim- uh, what's the animation? Animation. Yeah, like Nightmare Before Christmas type of shit. Yeah, animation. Time lapse, whatever they call it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. You know what I mean. You know what I mean, Mark. Yeah, Taylor, Jackson. <laughs> God dang it. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> All right, we're going to have to wrap this up because we're at an hour. And I have to upload it from this phone. And if you do any more than that, it takes it's, uh, doesn't accept it. So. Okay, well. Let's say. Yeah, we're five minutes out from your house, so we'll sign it off. Yeah, so everybody, if you're listening to this, I'm going to try and download it tonight. And if you're listening to us, join us tomorrow at the green room or her at the green room tomorrow for a free tarot card reading. And that's yes. 13201 Palm Springs Road, Mr. Nice Guy's Green Room. Be there, be square, or I'll give you a big old scare. All right. <laughs> Four to ten. All right. And the Frequency Podcast and thefrequency.com. Splash you in the corner on Instagram. Splash away. You know this podcast if you're listening. So, <laughs> so everybody, uh, stay high, stay fly. Peace and love and the holy smoke above. You want to say anything? Get scary, get spooky. Happy get Halloween. Day. Happy Halloween, bitches. Happy Halloween, guys. We're out. <laughs>